0: Welcome to New Hope's Sermon of the Week. We pray that you would be blessed and encouraged by this week's message. If, if I had to build my life, if I had to uh, go to prison for 25 years and whoever was putting me in prison said, you can only bring 10 scriptures with you, 10 scriptures, that's it. They're allowing me 10, 10 Bible verses, John 10.10 10 and John 10.11, I would link them together. I'd say they got to be together or there might be two. If they they were really strict by the rule, 10, 11, I think they go together, but they might say it counts as two. John 10, 10. I'm going to read it in the New King James because I kind of like the way it says in the New King James. The thief cometh not, the thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Anything you're facing in your life? It's death, stealing, robbery, it's a thief. And Jesus said in John 10, 10, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. More abundantly, abundant life. I can testify this morning that in March of 1980, I was not living life. And I received Christ. I said yes to Jesus to come in my life and live in me. And he forgave me of all my sin. If that was the only thing he ever did for me, I have reason for eternity to be thankful. I have reason for all of eternity to lift my hands and say thank you. If that was the only thing he did for me, that I never knew before, and he revealed it to me, and he said, I love you, and I gave my life for you, and I died on the cross to shed my blood so that you would receive forgiveness of sin. And I had a lot of sin. I had a lot of darkness. I had a lot of secrets. I had a lot of demons, a lot of devils. I had a lot of junk in my life at 21 years old. And he cleansed me and he forgave me, and he came in and lived in me. And from that very moment, I've never been the same. That's a testimony. No one can ever rob me of my testimony. Uh, I'm pretty radical, as a lot of you know. So you're married, and you have five kids, and they're growing up, and you're living an abundant life. Not a getting-by kind of life. Not a just-scraping-by kind of life. We are living an abundant life because Jesus said, I came to give you an abundant life, not just to get by, to survive, but to thrive and grow and experience the fullness of life, a superior life. You look up that word, do a study on more abundantly. It's superior. It's a life beyond measure. It's exceedingly abundant life that we receive in Christ Jesus our Lord. I believe he is the source of life. Without him, there is no life. You know, Jessamine did a beautiful job singing. I love her passion. You just need a little bit of passion. Hang out with that young lady. Just a little bit of spark. You need a little bit of touch. It's awesome. But Jesus made it possible for us to fully live life. So I pray that you know that and you experience it. Jesus Christ made it possible so then you have all these kids, and I'm going to go back to my little bunny trail there with the rabbit story there. Just a little bunny wraps around and comes back around. There was a time in my life where I don't know if you guys ever experienced this. Maybe you don't. Maybe this is just me. We're going to, Motorcycles are out in the parking lot today. We're all going for a cruise right after church. Can't wait. Well, a lot of the motorcycle riders have had PMS. <laughs> so, I, Well, yeah, it's called Parked Motorcycle Syndrome. It's parked. Motor, yeah, it's uh, motorcycle. People have that because the bikes are parked, and you can't ride them, and it's very frustrating. And so, parked motorcycles. I don't know what you guys were thinking, but uh, that's what—that's what—that's um, what motorcyclists experience. And there are times I had this. I had this almost a vision where, again, here's the radical thing I want to—I want to nail here. A testimony is something that you will never ever. Ever, And you will know in your knower, and you will never budge. So, what happens is five kids, a beautiful wife, a home, an abundant life, and then you get this imagine, you get this vision. What if a radical Islamic terrorist came into your home? And I share this. I think it's. I don't. I, it's something. Somebody needs to hear this because I believe there's something about a testimony. And he looked at you, and he he knew you were a Christian, and he knew you had faith in Christ. And he took his gun and he pointed at your little girl, four years old. He said, you denied Jesus, so I'm going to kill her right now in front of your eyes. You know what testimony is? It's when you say, kill her. Sounds pretty radical, right? Deny Jesus. Kill them all. Deny Jesus. Kill your wife. Deny Jesus. Why, why, is, why do I do this to people? Why do I get so radical here on church on Sunday? Why has my whole family just been annihilated and bloodshed all over the living room? Because if you don 't know Jesus in that way, I believe you 've never known him you, you don 't know him. Something 's got it something 's wrong. Jesus Christ is real he 's alive. Jesus Christ came into your life to live and abide and speak to you and commune with you and talk to you. Easter Sunday that we celebrated so radically last year was a holiday that we can say he did what he said he was going to do. We have a restored relationship with the Father, our sins are forgiven, and we have an abundant life. So I pray with everything in me that that would never happen, but I tell you what, I'm ready to die if I had to. Does that make any sense? Does that make any sense? Because I guess where I'm going with this is there's a passion and there's a fire for the kingdom of God. And you know that scripture, the violent take it by force? Had an, I had an encounter with Jesus last night right here. And how this is going to fit in is Justin was singing a song about Burning. And how many of you know that we could argue about these things all day? Does everybody burn? What does it mean to burn? Well, didn't John Wesley say it? I'm going to go out there and stand. And You want to see what it's like to have a life devoted, committed to Jesus, watching me burn. Well, what did that mean? Did he burn to the ground? He was a pile of ash? No, I think he was saying there's a fire in his belly that can't be quenched. There's a faith in his heart that can't be moved or swayed. There's a fire, there's a passion. So we're singing about burning last night, and all of a sudden I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit, and the Lord said to me, burning is completely a volunteer option. The Holy Spirit will come to somebody and say, do you want to burn? They'll say, no, I'm good. Okay, next. I'm good. You don't have to burn. And then somebody else comes and says, you, you want to burn? You say, yeah, I want to burn. Am I making any sense? Stephen, help me. Am I making any sense? I look to Stephen. Steve's my bud. I say, I, if he said no right now, I'd say, move, Ralph, move on. You're going to experience, see that beautiful logo? Does that look sharp or what? That is good. That's a heart. That's, we're sharing lives and hearts, and we're connecting. Stephen was behind all this artwork. He's working at, with, with somebody, but he was the brains. He's got some brains. This is something you're going to receive if you're interested in life groups at New Hope. It's awesome. I love it. The Connection logo. Um, You might say, "Well, because you know what? I think Stephen does so much around here that nobody knows. So as I prepared today, the Lord said, don't you take credit for anything that that young man's been doing behind the scenes. So Stephen, thank you. Thank you. Behind the scenes, he does so much. Why he's working, why he's raising a family, why he's a great dad. Okay. Jesus made it possible for us to live a fully alive life. Okay? We got that? If you want to burn, ask him to burn. If you're not burning and you say, I'm good, he's going to be okay with it. But I believe that he wants a vital, passionate, intense relationship with you that's based in love. Because I can tell you, I have loved Jesus for 35 plus years. And there's so much more to Jesus than I even imagine I know right at this very moment. So he said in John 10, 11, Remember how he started this crazy conversation. If I could only take two script, 10 scriptures, these would be two. I would want to know without a shadow of a doubt when the thief came, he came to kill, steal, destroy. Jesus said, I came that you would have life. So I'm never confused. And then in John 10, 11, he said, I'm the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. A restored relationship with the Father, forgiveness of sins, and resurrection, life, and power, and victory, and overcoming. Jesus is beautiful. All that has been a little, little, little teaser to this, because I, you say, well, where is the connection? Where is the connect point? Because at New Hope, since the beginning of the year, God has been speaking to us about what we envision and what kind of life we want to live and what core values do we want to guide or govern our life. And these core values now end up being lived out among us where the rubber meets the road. Right, Richard? And we talk about how we're going to practically live this out and God speaks to us connections. That New Hope as a local church and us as a people, we're ready to go deeper and further and meaningful, deepening relationships with one another. It's the next step for us. So he's been revealing connections. God is breathing fresh And man, I want my body to be healthy. I want the church to be connecting. I want the body to be growing. For many of us, it can't have an attitude of been there, done that. The kingdom is never, I've been there done that. Never. Because what you think you've been doing, you know, just you can be stuck and outdated and God is moving on. And He wants to He has a relationship. We're partnering with God in this relationship. But man, it's not been there done that. For some of us here, I know the Holy Spirit is going to say, take a risk. Take a risk to, to go to a life group. I promise you this all the life groups, all the life groups will not be them weird people that won't let you leave. (laughs) Wanda and I have experienced it twice in our life. It is weird. (laughs) Okay? You go to a small group, it's kind of like... Twilight music, you know, Twilight Zone. We went, we probably didn't really fit in, it probably wasn't going to be the group that we'd ever go back to. And they were like,
1: "Mm, are you coming back?
0: No, I don't think so. We're not going to be. Whoa! We're gonna- Life group leaders. People can visit your home. They can check out your group. They might not fit. Okay? Freedom. Core value. Freedom. Honesty. Doesn't work. <laughs> Bunny trail again, right? Sorry. We've been talking about how important and vital deepening. Relationships have been here at New Hope. Now, how about this? Every single person who's here, that you can see me, Ron, everybody, I'm looking around, Janae, Perry, every single one of you were created to love. Every one of you was created to love and to be loved. You would wither and die if you didn't love or be loved. You would just not exist. And you were also desired to be known and valued. How many of you want to be known by somebody to be known by somebody and to be valued and appreciated and people would know you and you also desire to know others and to value others. And we've been talking about the importance. We had several weeks before Easter about about what it means to connect and the value in life groups and and, um, small group ministry. And as the body of Christ, we are a body and there are many members to the body. We're one body with many members, right? 1 Corinthians 12. Many, many, many members, and we're a family, and we want to grow as a family. So God is doing something special here at New Hope that he's breathing on fresh for us. I want to, I want to bring a few reminders to what it is. You know how sometimes we like doing well what it's not. Well, how about what it's going to look like moving forward? We're gonna, today we're going to unveil nine life groups, and all the nine life groups are different than one another. Hallelujah. I could have gone through the PowerPoint and put nine water bottles that look exactly the same. That's not how it's going to be. The nine items of complete difference. You know, a Cracker Jack bottle, a whistle, you know, a Starbucks little thing that goes in the top, keeps the green thing, that cool little green thing that I wish I invented. You know, one's a bowling ball. You know, a golf club, nine different looking groups. Here's what I want to share about the life groups. Some life groups will start May third and end September fifth. They'll have a season. There is complete freedom in the life group. I'm gonna share a little bit about our group because I'm gonna use my three minutes here as part of this preparation. Wanda and I are having a life group. We want the, 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 the emphasis of our group, and you're gonna see it, it's kinda of fun. Friendship, fun, and laughter. How's that sound? Friendship, fun, and laughter is the theme of our group. A time to grow. Why, a font is small. A time to grow in friendship. I wrote it so I should be able to see it. A time to grow in friendship and just relax with one another. Our group will be centered around games and activity. So here's what's fun. If you don't like apples to apples, or if you don't like uh, playing Euchre, if you don't like maybe a, a sandbag tournament in the summer, what a fun game where you play the sandbags, and we're actually going to have, what is it? Cornhole. Cornhole. Yeah. That game, fun game. Yeah. If you don't like going bowling, if you don't like going to Minahan's and doing golf carts, you're going to hate our group. Okay, So you're going to hate our group. But here's the funny thing about our group. Here's the funny thing about our group. Our group is designed for Wanda and I are two, so our group can only take 10 others. So we're going to ask 10 people to commit to it for at least six months. And it might grow. Here's the other thing about the life groups. This is all in the notes, but it's there. It's in my spirit. Life groups are going to be fluid. How many of you know, oh, oh, that's the best thing I wanted to do today. Come on. Hold on. Okay. Everybody say this. Everybody say this. And I never know how to do this. I'm going to say it, then you say it. Right? This is only the beginning. 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 One more time. This is, only the beginning. this is only the beginning. Today is the beginning that we're unveiling life groups. I promise you this. Every life, if a life group starts next week or two weeks from now, every life group will have an opportunity to come up and say, Hey, I'm Joe, and I'm starting a life group. And then we'll put it, we'll put it in the... Uh, We'll put it in the material. We'll put it in the cool little sheet that I love. Information, right? It looks sharp. You know what's going on, contact info. So this is the life groups. This is only the beginning. This is not the nine life groups, no. Ralph and Wanda's group, I can only fit. How many people am I looking, 100 and something people? We could. Wanda and I are only taking 10. What's the reason behind that? I think it's important to know. If I was up here and I got my three minutes, because we're often wanting, don't want 25 people in our house. Hard to get to know 23 other people. Too big of a crowd, gets like church on Sunday, right? So it's designed for intimacy. It's designed so that we can connect. It's designed so I want to get to know a few people and really laugh with them and get to know them. Now, uh, somebody was mean to me. Nobody here, of course. And said, Ralph, what is the value of your group? Doesn't seem like a very spiritual group. Are you going to ever pray for one another? Or what happens when Aunt Lucy's little knee is hurt? And, are you going to pray for Aunt Lucy's knee? No, we're not going to pray for Aunt Lucy's knee. If you need to pray for Aunt Lucy's knee, find a group that prays for Aunt Lucy's knee. Good. That deserves a handshake. That's, right. That's good. <clears throat> One body, different gifts. One body, many members. I can tell you right now, for Wanda and I, and maybe when you get out, you know, I'm not going to be like, you know, I walked a mile uphill and a mile back, you know, both upway one hill. But I can tell you this. I can tell you this. At 56, almost 57, empty nesters, kids out of the house, you know what I long for, man? hanging out with a friend, playing a game, and laughing. And in that process, we will build friendships. In that process, when something happens, I guarantee you this organically, naturally, that if my sister's having a problem and she needs prayer, yeah, we're going to go pray for her. We're going to love on her. It's going to be natural. But every group is going to be different. And er- everyone out there is different. And what your needs are at this time in your life are different. And, and I pray that as I'm even talking, some of you are going to say, Pastor Ralph, we, we want to start a group. We're going to cultivate and empower and, and strategically see God fluidly move groups around. Okay? Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I went a little longer than I wanted to. I'm going to wrap this up with this last thought. And then each of the groups are going to come up. But don't forget, I closed everything. But by way of reminder, parents pick up the kids. Prophetic, healing, Foyer with Pat and Eve. Connection Cafe. A lot of fun activity here today, okay? Life groups in the back. I want to share the essence of authentic community. Real quick. Authentic community. We're going after the kingdom being lived out together. The kingdom of God being lived out together. We want authentic community. We want deepening relationships. We want the body to be healthy and full of life. This abundant life is lived out in small groups. And we're calling them life groups. I'm going to close by uh, having um, each one of the nine groups are going to share. And what's really nice is um, I, I'm going to be down there with my little watch, believe it or not. I hope you it doesn't offend everybody. And they get three minutes. Because if you have nine groups and they go three minutes, that's 27 minutes, right? I was good at math in high school. <laughs> right? Nine groups times three minutes. Tw- so it could take us 27 minutes. Some will be a hair short. I, I know some will be a hair long, okay? But I want you to get to know the groups today as they're sharing, hear their heart, and then we'll close, and we've got a lot of beautiful activity, so be blessed. And um, We're going to go on our sheets, guys, so you know what's going on. Joyce, come on up. Joyce is our first one. Come on on down.
2: Well, Joyce is coming up. I just wanted to point out, even though we're not standing up there together, we are on the same page.
3: First of all, I want to say we will pray for Aunt Lucy's knee. Um, Well, Howard and I have had the privilege and the honor of leading a uh, a life group that has been going on for several years, and it has been a blessing to us, and I trust those that come. Um, We meet on Wednesday evenings uh, when Connect does not meet, uh, 7.30 in our home. Um, The purpose of our group is to love God, love each other. Grow in our relationship with God and grow in our relationship with each other. Um, on Wednesday evenings, we um, we we have fun. Um, we worship the Lord. Um, we share. We pray. Um, it's a it's a good place to come. And you know, if you got a burden that week, share it, and we'll pray for you, support you th- throughout that period of time. Um, it's, it's just good. Um, I, I feel like we have good relationships with those that come to our group and we're family. Um, one of the things I just wanted to share that we do periodically in our group, which is kind of my favorite meeting, is people come with um, what's God saying to you? What's God doing in your life? And... They come to share that, and we have accountability to each other in that way and in other ways, but it's, it's just good. Um, we meeting on Wednesday night. You're welcome.
4: Hi everybody. Look pretty cool from up here. Um, I this is a women's group meeting on Friday nights right now. I put down three, but I didn't know we were meeting through this summer, so it's not likely we'll stick with three through the summer per month. But uh, beside that, it's just um, I find that in my life I need encouragement. I'm about this far away from major depression at any given time. The wrong word, the wrong glance, I'm on the wrong day, and boom, down I go. If I just had a little bit of encouragement, if I just had contact with people that could give me a word, give me a hug, I I think I could sail through life a whole lot easier. So I know I'm not the only person out there that suffers from this. (laughs) So that's what this is about. Share a meal, uh, share some life, and... Get to know each other. Uh, um, probably the, in a key, keyhole, key, uh, in a nutshell, it is um, going from orphan heart to adopted heart. And just being sure of who you are, knowing that you don't need to be in depression. <laughs> so, that's my group.
5: love this lady. Isn't she something? She is sweet. Quick segue. I really, really think that's a tremendous uh, signia. You know what I see in that? It's almost prophetic. You're seeing, well, the three and one. But you're seeing what we call an education, a Venn diagram, where there's things that overlap. And this is really God's heart, okay? So we're, we're encompassed in that, and I really see God's heart in this whole thing. We're in some amazing time for territory. This is great. Um, I took the name of our group from an old uh, spiritual called uh, Michael Roll the Boat Ashore. The River Jordan is deep and wide, hallelujah, right? So it's kind of, you know, deep and wide. Um, I'm just going to read something and uh, try to refrain from ad lib, and I'm going to give it to, uh, to my wife here. I believe that as far as for deep ghosts, I believe that we're called together as stakeholders in adventure to pursue the majesty and the wonder of God who loves us and calls us to life, liberty, okay, power and of love okay. life groups, the first scripture when I was saved I was talking to Gary Pfeiffer and going do I have to give up a lot of things, he goes yes brother but, he says you know what, he gives us life and liberty he says in the abundant life and I see he says I've never had so much fun I've never had such fullness until I became a Christian, I said sounds like I bought the right thing, you know bought into the right thing also, yes, um, as far as for also, as far as getting into depth and things like this this is what we do and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are transformed into the selfsame image from glory to glory. You know, it's a, just as by the Spirit of the Lord, Second uh, Corinthians. So speaking the truth of love, we grow up into him in all things, as it says in Ephesians. Okay, and we become a body that's strong and we're able to help ourselves and one another. This is called growth and development, but it can be a lot of fun. Now, fellowship is fun. I love it. Guys in music ministry can attest when I come up here for practice. I think I have the most fun that I do. You know it is, It's a lot of fun, and they put up with me, and it's great. So it is good to have fun, uh, and just to hang out. But there will be times for that, but the word also says that we are fitted together into a habitation of God. OK And these days, God is calling us um, into places where overcoming, okay, is common. He's calling us to places where the supernatural is normal and where upgrade happens frequently. And empowerment leads us out into a world badly in need of having encounters with a loving God. Okay, it's good to have fun in here. But there's something about it that takes us out when we encounter the Spirit of God. And my last little paragraph here is, So as a company of believers, we are not only brought together to share and to care for one another, but as an army With the Lord of hosts leading the charge, we are called to do the works He has called us to do, and as overcomers, take on the challenges and the battles of life. Believe me, as we walk together in Him in all things, we get to know one another. When you walk together in the battle, you'll do the works, you'll get to know each other. You can count on it, okay? So, are you ready? Are you all in?
6: So one week we might pray for Aunt Lucy's knee. The next week we might do a prayer walk in the neighborhood. The next week we might just soak in his presence. There was a movie called Avatar out a few years ago, and the Holy Spirit got me right between the eyes when the two main characters looked at each other and said, I see you. We want to facilitate the presence of God in such a way that we have an encounter, Christ in session with him and with each other, seeing each other as who we really are, not limiting it to the four walls of wherever we are, but doing the stuff with the overflow of his presence on us, and with us together. So our heart is just to let the Holy Spirit be who he wants to be on any given day, see where that takes us with a little bit of guidelines, but not being, you know, strict, but just experiencing him together as the body because there's power that when we're assembled together, we can see each other as who we really are and be a healthy body.
5: As one. one, As one. Who will be the next line? Oh, here come the Hogans. Fellow Irishmen. Okay, that's good. And now, ladies and gentlemen...
1: Just want to make sure everybody knows this was all Tom's idea. Not He's been bugging me for so long just to have a life group. <laughs> He's very, very <laughs> enthusiastic. Oh, yeah. He wants to cook and just, you know, just do all kinds of stuff. Um, <clears throat> right? Are you yeah. excited about this? Oh, yeah. I got to talk. <laughs> Give us a couple minutes.
5: minutes.
1: (laughs) Tom is still adjusting to this idea, but I promise you he'll he'll come around. (laughs) Um, Because it's Friday at the end of the week, and you know you you, maybe you've worked or had a busy week. We just want to do. We just (laughs) want. We want to do um, a light meal so that you don't have to go home and cook and then get back out. Go back out on Friday night. So just come over from work or whatever. We can do it a little bit earlier, six or six thirty, whatever works. Have a light meal and then um, hang out and do whatever we do. What are we gonna do?
5: You know, I don't know what we're going to do, to be honest with you, but, and I'm not ruling out Aunt Lucy's knee, I don't know, we'll see, we'll take it a step at a time. Um, Not this step. Um, No, basically, it's really to uh, get to know people, love people, we want to be an encouragement to anybody who needs encouragement. We want to be encouraged because we usually need a little encouragement, right. and uh, it'll—I think it'll—it'll it'll just be fun. <laughs> so. All,
1: right. All right. Thank you.
7: Right. Yeah, I'm coming here. <laughs> that was awesome, huh? So far, I want to join every group there is. That's going to be a hard part, deciding which one, right? So the group I'm offering is called Encounters. It's also called A Little Taste of Mocha Java and then A Taste of Heaven. That's the name of uh, the group, essentially. So um, I don't know if anybody's been soaking. Um, That's kind of what uh, the... The focus of our group is, so once a month, and we're meeting May 2nd, we're meeting June 6th, that's usually the first Saturday of the month, but sometimes, excuse me, not May 2nd, I'm sorry move it up a Saturday. I'll get it to you if you need it. So, um, what we normally do is we meet at Jitters for at six o'clock, have a little coffee, just get to know each other. Uh, sometimes people from out from the region come, there's other people that come. And so we just hang out, have a good time. Then we head over here. Uh, generally sometimes we'll meet at our house, but, um, generally we come over here and then, um, We have a time of powerfully, every time we've met, it's been different, powerfully meeting Jesus and his presence. And you know how we're talking about, you know, stirring the fire in your heart and the passion for Jesus. There are times I've seen people come to this group. Sometimes they come and I've known one person that came, they were ready to give up. And they were in tears and the Lord just touched them in such a powerful way. They left a different person, myself included. Sometimes you get tired or just weary of life, and just there's times you meet with. I mean, God's presence is in us, so that no confusion there. But there's a time when you meet with Him in a way that just powerfully changed your life. Sometimes we'll have worship here. Sometimes we'll be in the prayer room. Um, you will always be refreshed, always be encouraged if you come. So, thanks. Great. Next is Brad and Heather.
2: All these fun groups, I might have to reconsider leading this one. Uh, For those who don't know, my name is Bradley Chan. Good morning, family. Uh, My wife and I are leading a group called Strengthening Marriages. Um, She's not here today to share in the speech um, she lucked out <laughs> but um, why we do what we do um, our marriage has been strengthened over the years by other couples that have just poured into us and um, what the enemy meant to destroy uh, we just came out on top <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. and uh, it just been our desire to reach out to others to help them encounter and overcome uh, what we did Um, There's hundreds, if not thousands, of resources out there for relationships, marriages, uh, stuff like that. Uh, We narrowed it down to Love and Respect, um, presented to you by Dr. Emerson Egerix and his wife. They do um, conferences all over the country. I still think they do that. And the DVD set uh, is just uh, clips from his... Uh, conference, and then that's what we do. So we're going to watch a clip every every uh, night and then have a discussion get neat little study guides to go with it, take notes. There's homework. Um, so I think this is the more serious of the groups so far. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's worth it. Uh, it's, it's worth it. it. Your spouse is worth it. Um, and I found personally that uh, the way I relate to my wife um, trickles into other relationships, uh, everyday coworkers. Uh, into other family. Uh, It's just a really great way to identify conflict between um, male, female, husband, and wife. And there's no right or wrong, which he says. It's just different. And so once we understand what's different about our spouses, uh, we overcome those in um, normal ways to to resolve those conflicts. So we're going to be meeting on Thursdays. It's um, a 14-week class. Well, we condensed it to 11, Um, being that we're getting started this late in the semester. We didn't want this thing rolling deep into the summer, so we uh, found ways to condense certain weeks. Um, We will be probably meeting here at the church uh, with all these crazy couples having such large families. uh, We don't know where to put all these kids. So um, I think just logistically it fits better here. Uh, If we have a turnout that's smaller, maybe we can do it in a home. Right now we have room for three other couples So three times two, that's six more people for any math whiz out there. And um, that's it. We'll be at the back. If you have any other questions, uh, come see me. Um, Our contact information is on that sheet also. So that's it. Thanks. Love you all.
3: group. Um, we are going to meet one Saturday a month for, at lunchtime, ask people to bring a dish to pass, so we're going to share a meal. We're going to share some DVDs from the conferences we've been to recently in um, Harrisburg with Lance Wallnau and Todd White and different people from that are really like on fire for God and all in different ways so we can pick and choose to make our own lives better because we're all different and we all love and serve the Lord differently, with different passions. So we're going to have a good time, get to know each other, and just fellowship and spend a Saturday afternoon every month together.
8: So we have two leaders in our group, Steve and I, and Erin and Perry. Um, our hearts are for young adults. Uh, we want to give you opportunity to be able to connect with other young adults. Steve and I think back to our times as young adults, which were kind of—we don't even fit in this group actually. <laughs> so we, we made our way. In. So, 18 to 30-ish year olds there might be some a little younger, a little older. If you're super young adult at heart and you feel like I really would fit in well, come talk to us. Um, But when we were young adults, we had people who poured into our lives and it was very significant. Um, There's a lot of important stuff and big decisions that are being made and we recognize that. And uh, we want to be there to support you and to help facilitate um, opportunities to make friendships so that we can all support each other. And this is going to be very fun. So we're going to be uh, every other... Oh, I'm going to let Aaron do the details. But um, we, don't, we don't know exactly what it's going to look like. We're going to you know, work together as a team with all of our people to figure that out. So uh, we will we'll figure it out as we go.
9: Oh, I guess I'm speaking now, actually. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we've, I feel like we all have different strengths and different passions, so we expect that there'd be a lot of variety naturally in this group. There might be a week where we uh, dig deep into a certain Bible passage, Um, we could have worship time, uh, go out to a Red Wings game, pray for Aunt Lucy's knee, you know, whatever whatever suits us for that particular week. yeah, and it should be a great time of connection and getting to know each other and uh, getting to know God better, so.
4: Okay, so our first meeting is on Tuesday, May 12th, and we're um, going to be meeting every other Tuesday night at 7 p.m., 7 p.m., 7.30. Um, I Just out of curiosity, I want to see how many young adults are interested. Raise your cell phone if you're interested. Right. <laughs> I need to see cell phones. Okay, I see some cell phones. Now take your cell phones, go to your calendar, and put Tuesday, May 12th at 7:30, and put an alert on too, so it lets you know the day before. <laughs> it's at Stephen Joy's house. It's at Stephen Joy's house, which is right around the corner from the Roberts Campus.
9: What time? 7:30. Yeah. So contact us on the email on the sheet. And you can even get even more details of what Aaron has said, but uh, that's that's good. That's why we hang out with the young people, too. They do the scheduling, and they know all the tech techie ways to do it. Is there really even an Aunt Lucy? I mean, I'm just wondering. <laughs> no real Aunt Lucy? Okay. I was just curious. She passed away. Yeah, that's so sad. Um, I think these guys said it so well, but there's so much that happens from 18 to 30 in our lives, and I can look back and say most of the major decisions we made in our lives were in that time period. And your trajectory of life is like set in some ways after that point. So, um, so come on out. We're going to encourage, just have a great time together, and just uh, do a lot of meals, fun events, picnics in the summer. Uh, like Perry said, go deep at times. And uh, so, if you're young adults, and we are going to check the age, you can't be like 45 and say you're 31 to try to get into the 30ish. So all right. There's, we're gonna to have to come up with a little tolerance, Brad, right? Of thirty plus or minus two either way or something. So that's it. That's all we got.
0: All right. All right. All right. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, don't you love there's there's one body, right? Many different members. Just for everybody over 50, most of everything that happens, if you're 50 to 70, is when most of the big decisions in your life really happen. So I, I know they think it's from 18 to 30-ish, but when you get 50 to 70 is when really it starts kicking in. So, so we should have a 50 to 70-ish group. Listen, what I really want you to do more than anything is even right now, take, we're going to take uh, 30 seconds... And how many of you know it's okay to ask these kind of prayers? Father God, in Jesus' name, open our eyes to see, open our ears to hear. And Lord, you're stirring right now. You're moving. You're here and you're moving. And what I always tell people is don't think you're you're not hearing the Lord when He when He when He nudges on you and He gives you something. Respond to Holy Spirit. Respond to Holy Spirit. You've heard the groups. Um what i want more than anything is that you would be obedient to holy spirit and you would respond uh, there is no pressure there's no uh, there's nothing weird it's just about sharing life so this the, the life groups are going to be